Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson do they know it's Christmas after all? You think they know it's Christmas, Chables? There's no way that they could. No. Nah. Uh, look, I've been listening to that song 
um, on repeat since that that episode with uh, is it Bono? I think it's Bono. Yeah, Bono, Bono. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they know it is Christmas, you know? No, nothing ever grows. No water flows. Nope. They don't have shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's... They don't even know, like, simple things about... It sounds racist that they're calling them they, you know? Like, Uh even that was kind of like, yeah. But that was back in the day when a little light racism... A little casual racism was accepted. It was, was okay. Yeah, it was now, just the way. Burn, burning shit down. I know. Now burning you, shit you down cannot across the board. even be a little bit. Charlie Rose went down today. I know. Not surprised by that. No one is. But uh, I hadn't heard any stories on him. So, you know, you look at Charlie Rose. He looks like a fucking human skeleton anyways, where... You know, I've, the only thing I've ever heard about Charlie Rose in my career is that, and I think we might have mentioned this before in another show, that he was just a, a hardcore fucking drinker and that mm. he always reeked of booze and his suit stunk. Like the suit that he would always wear stunk. Right. Um, but usually, you know, because they keep him in a, a wardrobe rack and they pull it off, you know, you know, Charlie doesn't care. Just give me the goddamn suit. Spray some Jacar Noir on it and just give me the goddamn suit. Right. I got an interview to do with Ed Sheeran today. <laughs> like, so, I, you know, I, I pictured him to be a dirtbag in the respects of, you know, drinking old school new, newscaster doesn't give a fuck about the wardrobe. I'll stink it up for an hour and then you guys can deal with it, you know? Yeah. But what I was shocked about was, you know, Washington Post went hard on a big article so that he was, he was getting naked, just disrobing in front of people. Which, but who? Well, where eight women came forward um, in this piece, and they said that there's there's others. He got fired immediately, or put on indefinite suspension, as they call it. That's the new polite way of being fired. Um, they tell you you're on indefinite suspension, then you never come back. Right, but wh- that you don't know where it was. His house, the office, a wardrobe trailer, Who, their uh, house, eight a hotel. People, it's everywhere. Eight people is it's everywhere. There's not a there's not a fuck corner for Charlie Rose, you know? Like But it's not like come to my house or come up to my hotel and Well you've boom, seen you've seen his I interviews am. on PBS. He's in a in a black box essentially. Mm-hmm. Where are they gonna do it in there? The lighting's terrible. Right. You know, Charlie doesn't want that fucking that lighting on his white body. That Ooh. white skeleton body. Saggy. Yeah. Now what I'm going to Paper do Paper skin is I'm going to jack off now. Okay, and I want you to interview me. Like, right. I wonder if that's the type of shit he was into. Huh, who knows? Yeah, you know, not I, my, I mean, not I my speculation. I'm there. There's so many now. Like every day, there's something else. Like uh, last night, late, it was uh, Russell Simmons. Oh, uh, yeah, with Brett Ratner. So it was like a it was like a, a double where it was like oh we got it we got a new guy but then we've got him with one of the old guys who was the a groper before so we're combining gropers now is what we're doing and uh, it was you know that he fucked some girl Brett Ratner made him you know fuck some girl in front of him with Russell Simmons and it was a it was a whole thing not that I don't believe it but. Um, mm-hmm. But the Charlie Rose one, it's just like, all right, cool. Let's just start. Anybody you see at home on TV that you might suspect could be a dirtbag probably is. So can we just stop from there, you know? Well, yeah. 
Can you just know that? And like, can we just you know? Because everybody now, you know what? It, it's it's desensitizing you to everything across the board, and you have this very important election coming up in Alabama with again a guy who's accused of uh, hitting on or and or groping underage women, mm-hmm. uh, Roy Moore, mm-hmm. and as this you know. Everybody wanted to be like, oh, my God, I'm outraged, I'm outraged, I'm outraged. As the days go by and all of these people keep getting out at Stallone, all these fucking people, it seems like nothing. And so, like, will this go away by election time? I don't know. I don't know. But that's, that's going to be a big that's going to be a big test to see how much everybody really does give a shit about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of curious to now see this election in Alabama go down. Like, I, cause I, I have no idea what's going to happen with something like that. Right. Roy Moore's fucking nuts anyways. Like, that guy's, he doesn't believe in homosexuality and all that other shit. And it's just like, all right, cool. I, I'm not, again, I, I, I don't care who you voted for. Stated that numerous times. Uh, this guy, though, a little too far right for my, my taste. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm just like, whew. Like, I mean, he's like death to homosexual. He's one of those guys that's like, hey, dude, oh, okay. they, they don't have, a, they have a choice. You know, where he's just sure. like. Uh, it's a little bit too dark ages. It, it reminds me of uh, the neighbor, ironically, of Kevin Spacey in um, in American Beauty. Yes, Chris Cooper, who just comes over and starts yes. making out with him, and then ends up killing him. Like it's it's one of those where it's just like, hey man, have you had a dick before? Like, or do you want a dick? Do you want one? Do and you, you had to dick? go to like conversion yeah. therapy or whatever Did you they have do to go get mm. electro shock therapy and and again like i don't know anything about the guy from the left and i'm not saying he's the fucking right choice either so like i i have no idea but i, I think it's fascinating that the world has t- turned to this one election for the probably the past two months now and uh uh this will be a good precursor as to how much people really care about this shit because you know you got the flip-flopping back and forth with with lena dunham who's been getting just crucified um everywhere for her defending her her head writer on on girls for for rape and it was like guys in this time of social mm. justice we should all get together and reevaluate whether or not some people aren't telling the truth and it was like oh you were the Ugh. fucking crusader yep you were the one you were she the one-eyed the willy one. on Do that not pirate silence ship us. yeah yeah now and, mm. and then you know she immediately retracted that statement she does that less than 36 hours know. later i wonder if i want her i mean like she should just not she retracts it always and apologizes always and it's just sort of like i mean thank you but it doesn't mean anything i'd rather you just like say it right stand by it and move on and just like be that person yeah you know when we started this show the very very first episode we let off with what is this show why do we do this show and it was for the fact of i'm not going to apologize for any of my statements i'm not going to say i'm sorry and all of the shit i pretty much fucking mean um now, if somebody's going to do something to change my mind, I will come out and say why. Like, hey, you know what? I wasn't happy about this or I talked shit about this, but at least so-and-so or this person's making it better or trying to make a difference and correcting it. Like last night, we watched the AMAs last night, the mm-hmm. uh, American Music Awards. I saw the ratings this morning. Apparently, we were the, we were the only ones watching that show. But sure. um, you know what? For the first time ever, which we've talked enough shit about Kaepernick and all these fucking jackasses. Jamie Foxx comes out last night and says, hey, guys, 
in this fucked up year that we're going through with hurricanes and shootings and hatred and all this stuff, here's here's the first responders from all of these situations on stage with me at the American Music Awards. Fucking awesome. Like, finally, one time you get to see these people where you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, great. It's not, it's not Colin Kaepernick on a magazine. It's not Caitlyn Jenner winning sports sports person of the year or sure. the, the Arthur a- you know, Arthur Ashe Courage Award. Right. It's actual first responders who are helping people every day and helping out in these situations. And that I was genuinely excited to see where I was like, wow, fuck, way to go. Somebody finally got it right. Mm-hmm. So it took took until November, you know. Yeah. Thanksgiving for of one this year person for, to be like, boy. Hey, can we Thank them, or do we have to keep talking shit about them? And again, Colin Kaepernick is the citizen of the year on GQ, but not the men and women who were on stage last night Mm -hmm. at the AMA Awards. And uh, uh, it was really cool of Jamie Foxx to do that. It was it was cool to see. And and again, there's a difference in talking shit just to talk shit, or talking shit when you mean it. Where you know most of the, the the things that I talk about, I'm genuinely passionate about. Where I you know, I fucking hate it or I love it. And, and here's why. Um, and again, there is great people doing great shit. And Jamie Foxx is an example of that last night. A person who's not a, a good example of that is Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is the running back for the Oakland Raiders. Over the weekend, they played uh, the New England Patriots down in Mexico City. The NFL is trying to do this thing where they, they're, they're trying to make it a global game. So they're playing played two games a year in London. And they play uh, uh, one game in Mexico City. The altitude is extremely high there, from what I've heard. You've been mm-hmm. there. I have not yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. Um, the players fucking hate it. I hate oh. playing there because it you're gassed after you know a quarter. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're not. It's it's like twice as high as Denver or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, dude, everybody, the coaches, everybody's just like, just get me out of this fucking city. Um, they don't like to do it, but they do it anyways. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, the running back for the Raiders, goes down there. They play the Mexican national anthem because you're in Mexico. Sure. Um, he stands for that. Uh, then they play the United States anthem, and he sits down for all of that. Um, this dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna stand up for the Mexican anthem. Do you know what their fucking government is like? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, I mean? Do you know the fucking way that they shit on their people? Like, yeah. But that's the country we're going to, oh, let's stand up for that. that. That'll be a great, a great cause to stand for is fucking Mexico. Their government is so fucking shitty that, that they had to ship El Chapo over here because he escaped prison fucking three times there. Yeah. They were just like, oh, my God. The world's biggest criminal. We can't even house him here because our, our government's so corrupt. We've got to send him to America. I don't even know where that motherfucker is over here. No one does. But he's, he's locked away somewhere. But, but oh, by all means, just take a, take a fucking seat. Take a hard seat for the, the national anthem of the United States in a foreign fucking country. Uh, or better yet, go to Mexico, Marshawn. I, fuck, I'm sure they'd love to have you there. Um, you dumb fucking asshole. Uh, that fucking guy. So he he can. That's there's another one to add to the list of you can go you can go get fucked. Um, Marshawn Lynch is a piece of shit to me. Um, he's always been all about himself. Anyways, never did any media shit. He was the guy who was always getting fined for not doing the media, not talking to people. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, and when he does talk, he's got maybe a fourth grade education. So hearing him talk isn't isn't great either. It's yeah, not, you don't it's, want it's to do it. It's a horrible yeah. experience. Sure. Um, our son is three and he's got a better vocabulary than this this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So, look, I, I was fine with him not doing press, press conferences. What I'm not fine with is him taking a hard seat in a foreign country just to tell that other country, yeah, man, fuck, fuck America, dude. Right. Fuck America. You guys have got it right. I'm looking Mex- around. Yeah. I'm looking around Mexico City, guys, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. Mexico has figured it I'm out. I'm liking what you got going on here. When you when you have to pay for things in 4,000 fucking pesos, chances are you don't have it right. You don't have it right. <laughs> when you don't even have a monetary system where you don't have to walk around with a fucking jar full of change in your goddamn pocket like it's a fucking piggy bank when you're four years old, you've got it right. You're doing things the right way. Right. Fuck off, Marshawn Lynch. Um, so, you know, again, there's people I, I hate and people I love and there's, there is no in between. There's definitely no in between. And we're going to, we're going to get to El Chapo after the sponsors, because you and I just finished a, uh, uh, a sweet documentary. The day I met El Chapo. Yeah. That I, I previewed. A few months back on, uh, on on Ross Patterson Revolution, obviously, where I was just like, hey, man, I heard this thing is coming out. Sean Penn's going to get killed. I think it was the name of the episode. They're going to kill Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty blatant about it. So we watched it. It was all in Spanish subtitles. Before I do the sponsors, why don't you give the audience a little a little sample of, of what it's like. <laughs> to Spanish watch this subtitles. documentary, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly how it sounds. Oh, uh Como se dice en big biblioteca by bicicleta Rashawn Payne. Oh, and so I was in a biblioteca and I was in a bicicleta Sean Payne. Yeah, yeah. And, and you notice the only words that I know yeah, are bicycle and bicycle library. And the library obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. Como se dice is, is and how, how, how do you say, say so? Yeah. How do you say bicycle yeah. library Sean Payne? Yeah. Super proud of that. But anyways, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this after the sponsors. It was fucking great. It was a really great documentary. And I got, we got totally roped in and watched the, the entire thing in, in subtitles. And uh, I've only done that once with one other film that I've really enjoyed, which is The Motorcycle Diaries. So that's how good this fucking thing was. Where you was don't great. watch movies with subtitles? Not typically. Like It would have to be really good. Like I'll start them. I'll try to get in them. Um, I think Amelie. Amelie, uh, yes. I got Love, loved Amelie. A- absolutely. Um, but you know, but one, yeah. I, one I didn't was with your boy. Uh, the last last movie I tried to watch in subtitles was uh, Che, the Che Guevara movie with uh, Benicio was nah. playing Che, it and it was like that good. broken up into two parts, like six hour movie, and and it was all in subtitles, and I was like, I just didn't dig it, man. I just couldn't get through it. Slow. Uh, anyways, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole stink wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, I'm talking about straightrazors.com. Yeah, that's real nice. That's mm. somebody getting there. Is it sharp? I sharpened it. Look, rumor has it El Chapo uses straightrazors.com to kill people. <laughs> and uh, he, he's, he's sliced. Look, if you're going to slice somebody's throat open, use a straight razor. Those are amazing. Those are amazing. We're talking to you, El Chapo. Yeah, we're talking to you, El Chapo. Uh, for for you gringos or Americanos, uh, they love tossing word, the, the word gringo around down there. Um, that was yeah. that was in the doc a lot. 
Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, no, no, that's what they call us, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> never Americano, though. Just always gringo. That's what I found funny. Wow. Um, but uh, go to straightrazors.com. They've got, look, they've got some of the finest razors on the planet. Uh, the holidays are right around the bend. Uh, grab, a, grab a kit. Just grab a really nice shaving kit with all the accessories for your, your father, your brother, your uncle, uh, somebody you haven't talked to, your bro. It's, it's just a fucking dope-ass gift. It's one of those ones that'll stop the, the Christmas thing and be like, oh, shit, who is this secret Santa? This is fucking dope. Um, go to straightrazors.com. They've got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, the number one ranked cologne in the world. And uh, they've got some shampoo and conditioner. Everything you need is a dude. You can grab it at straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Support the show and go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah. You have, stop, you have to stop. You have to stop me. I, I won't. Like I'll keep going. I in, I'm one of those people who enjoys your your voice work. The one person. Yeah, who enjoys your voice work mm. so much mm. that I let you go on this. Oh, thank you. I let thank you. I let you go on this. Um, do we have a crime corner tonight? We do. Oh boy. Gosh. We do. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, Every one of those. It's a fun one, though. You're, they're like, they're a, always fun, James. Okay. Your crime corners always make me laugh. Um, <laughs> I usually do, but I usually, I just want to let you guys know, I usually do hard-hitting, uh, journalistic style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, r- horrible crimes. And tonight, you know, it might be a little uplifting. Yeah. I'll find out. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> Either way, I'm. I, I just if you heard me, I just take a huge gulp of Strike Force because I'm getting ready for Crime Corner tonight. Crime Corner. Crime Corner. Um, Strike Force Energy has four distinct, unique flavors: original, grape, orange, and lemon, and they are fucking delightful. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy. You rip it open, squeeze it into any liquid you can think of. Uh, waters, beers, Kool-Aids, liquors, liqueurs, beers, you name it. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com for all your energy needs. Uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world, and they've got a subscription of the month club. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, that's StrikeForceEnergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Um. Last but not least, we've got we've got my new movie. I got my my new movie. Oh yeah, it's out. It is out into the world today. Actually, um, Drinking Bros Live, the Shaved Eagle tour, uh, the sister podcast, Drinking Bros, went on a live tour this summer and did a fucking huge like concert special and uh, and behind the scenes and all that shit. So, um, the movie turned out fucking fantastic. Uh, it's super fucking crazy and crass and and out of control. Uh, there's also like an inv- like we there's like ten minutes after the credits, uh, so stick around for those as well. Like a guy started to come out to me. <laughs> he started to come out like. It was really good. You guys know I'm a documentary. Yeah, yeah. So person. so far it was really good. First reviews are in, and it's uh, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Everybody's like, Jesus, man, I, it's no, just I had no fun. idea. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's a fun comedy where it's like there is no comedies anymore in America. So enjoy the 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 one comedy that's coming out this year, uh, and you can grab it on uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. 
Um, and it's live right now, so you, you can grab that. Uh, Donde esta la biblioteca? Sean Payne. Sean Payne. Let's hop in. Let's hop into it. What was it? What was the name of it? Uh, The Day I Met or... El Chapo? El Chapo. Or When I Met El Chapo. Whatever. You guys can find it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Um, Really, really well done. Again, just going back a few episodes with... uh, They're going to kill Sean Penn. This, after you watch it, like, you know, I, I, I said that as a precursor to this, and after watching it, it's true. I think they're going to. I do, too. I really do. And, like, the whole thing, the way it was set up, and the, the cross-cutting between the interview, the 60 Minutes interview of Sean Penn. Yes. And then what her story was, what their story was, the lawyer's story was, what everybody's story is. It's like, yo, man, Sean Penn set this motherfucker up. On accident, I think. But... Doesn't really matter. I don't know. You don't think fucking dirty Sean Penn will be like, I'm gonna do it. I'm no, gonna be the one. No, no. And I'll tell you why. Because he did a doc with uh, Chavez. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of heat for that. The uh, the president of Venezuela. Awesome. Um, and then he went and saw uh, Castro in Cuba. Mm. So this is kind of his thing, where you know he goes and meets with these fucking people. And then he'll come back every time. I think he met with Putin as well. Mm-hmm. And he'll, co- he'll go back every time and he'll come back and be like, you know, I really admire their leadership skills. I think they're fucking vastly underrated. Or, you know, <laughs> I think the press is too negative towards these people who are killing, you know, suppress- right. suppressing their own people and all this other shit. And it's like, hey, man, I, I get that you probably went down to these countries they're richer than fuck. They treated you amazing. They probably gave you some prostitutes. Uh, you know, let them sure. f- probably let them fuck like eight, you know, six, eight women a night. Oh yeah, rolled out everything. They had, he, had the, he had the finest food, the meals, the whatever. Because they, they, you know they're probably fans of Sean Penn. Probably, probably all seen his shit. Mm-hmm. So they kiss his ass. Can't believe he's there. He's doing it in secret, and it's you know he goes and hangs with these people much the same way Dennis Rodman went over to North Korea and hung right. out with a little fucking. You know, Chooch McGill. Yeah, the the bunger. <laughs> Kim Jong. K- yeah, K- Kim uh, Bong Un. B- Kim Bong Un. The bunger. Um, much the same way. You know, when he goes over there, I'm sure it's the same. Where it's like, oh my god, it's a fucking party, and you know, they they can th- throw guns in the air, and you know, fuck 19 girls, and it's do do a pound of cocaine, and everything's a blast. Well, they get a red carpet rolled out. I mean, they get like treat like treatment that anyone would be like, "Ah, not that bad, Uh, right? And you're staying in the nicest places in the palace, eating off of 14 karat gold plates and all that shit, right? And um, yeah, so that's what I think the whole fascination is with Sean Penn uh, doing this shit Mm because he's been doing it for for years now at this point, right? And uh, I don't know what his end game is in all of this he's one that i have a really hard time trying to figure out remember when he went down to haiti yeah and he was you know helping out with the earthquake and um god then there was like like floods or a hurricane somewhere and you know katrina banging hurricane victims yeah was it was it katrina exactly was it (laughs) katrina where he's like i'm down here and i need help and he was in like three feet of water and the camera panned back and they caught him and they were just like Hey man, like you, you don't really need that help, and things aren't that desperate where where in, you are. 
he went to Katrina? Yeah, he's he goes he goes to all of this shit. That's uh, what he does. And I can't figure out if it is Here's why I said he's so hard to to figure out. I don't know if it's for press or if he's genuinely trying to help out or what his whole situation is, but like everything he does turns fucked up. Every relationship he is in turns <laughs> fucked up. Um and it's always it's always so bad that like um, <laughs> they have a crazy story and they hate him forever. Right. So with Madonna, we'll start. All, we'll go way back with Madonna. Like there was rumors that he was beating the shit out of her. Sure. I don't know if this is true or not, but like police were called a few times. He kicked the shit out of some paparazzi. Some other crazy shit went down. I don't know what it was. Don't know. All right. It moves on to Robin Wright Penn. I don't know how you fuck that up, but you do. Um, and then that was Robin the Wright. Yeah, that, that was the longest one, right? Yeah, that was a long one. Um, then he's he was with Charlize Theron, and they were engaged. Oh God, that's right. They were engaged, and it's like, how do you fuck up Charlize Theron? Like, how do you fuck how did that he? up? I, rumor is that she caught him cheating, you know, with like fifty other people, and that girl, that mm. girl was one of them. Well. He probably was like, fuck, this is going to come out. Yeah. I got to, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's, you know what's so weird? That's what I was thinking during that documentary is like, how, how weird to be in that, that world where you have to worry about movies coming out that will ruin your, your game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah. fuck. Like, dude, it's, a, it's over. It's going to be in this fucking movie. Do the timeline. Like, the other thing about Sean Penn is he started off as a method actor, even for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So with Fast Times at Ridgemont High, he lived as Spicoli. Uh, he trashed his trailer. There was, a, there was a story that every day he would come in, you know, it was trash with like pizza boxes and the whole shit, and just take a, a leaf blower to the inside of it and fuck it up even more. And he did that like all the way up through his career to like the end of the, like the nineties or early two thousands when somebody was just like, Hey man, you don't need to fucking do this shit anymore. Like, like this, if you're, you're good enough, you can turn it on and off. And like, came out and kind of issued some sort of apology to it. Cause everybody said he was a fucking night where nightmare to work with, obviously, which will lead into the other thing we watched. Right. Um, so you, you know, you start off like that. You start off in that world where I'm, I'm method and I'm playing these people and, you know, you start to win Oscars. People start to kiss your ass. You got all these fucking parties. Everybody tells you how great you are. You make enough money. Uh, you're, you're known around the world. For him personally, I, you start to feel like you're above the law and maybe you can't get killed or you can't get hurt. And you're just going to push it as far as you can. Yeah. And what's left at that point? You've won Oscars. You've raised kids. His kids are raised and grown like, you know, um, he's divorced. Like, what else is there to do? Fuck it. Let's start meeting w world leaders. Let's really get in there and get into some fucking dangerous shit. You know? Because going back to it, you play all these characters that are dangerous or want to be dangerous, and you're pretending to be that way the whole time. Part of you probably thinks you're fucking invincible. And you're like, dude, what's the what's the next logical step? Let's go to let's go fucking meet Castro, dude. 
Let's go down to Cuba when no Americans are allowed there. Let's see if maybe I can get jailed. Maybe I won't. Right. Maybe I'll talk to him. Like, same with Chavez. There's an element to all of these places, same with Chapo. You know, uh, Hugo Chavez and, and Chapo. Like, there is an element, a strong element. It's a 50, I would say 50-50, where you could fucking die every single time you go and do one of these stupid little fucking interviews. Right. And I think that's what draws him into this shit. I think with this one, though, it was the one time where he was a fucking paper gangster and, you know, shit went real bad. Now this guy's in jail and there's still a cartel out there. And if you're going to tell me that somebody's not going to try to come after Sean Penn eventually, I, I don't believe it. But he's fucking Roja Arang Nanjado Piso Mojado Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yeah. So he's Sean Penn. Like, still, still Sean Penn, but like... How, how, how could he be killed? How baller would it be if, 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 if the Mexican cartel... Because let's face mm. it, Mexico's... Like, like I said about the Marsh, Sean Lynch thing at the top of the show, Mexico's government's shit. Uh, Trump hates their president, vice versa. Um, so there's no... No love lost there. Um, right. Sean Penn doesn't give a... I mean, uh, Trump doesn't give a fuck about Sean Penn. So if Sean Penn get iced, I don't think anybody would give a fuck. And I think, again, we, we said this on the other side, but I think it would be a great ending for his life at this point. Right. Like, man, you would look back on Sean Penn as like some... He'd be on fucking t-shirts like Biggie. Oh, yeah. It would be his head, and he would be some, some martyr who was trying to get to the bottom of things. And just got a little too deep. You know, again, it's like the Tom DeLonge thing. Like, what what qualifies you to be this person? Like, what what training did you have or journalism? or Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you're Sean Penn. And they, they get so big that they feel like they are so important. Yeah. That they, because so many people have told them and made them feel that way. Yeah. They feel that they're so important that they can like change the world by taking a meeting. <laughs> and the thing is that you don't have like I don't know where he went to school. Acting school by the way. Like right, I don't right, know right. I don't know where he studied uh you know method acting, but I'm not sure if it prepared him to like take a meeting with El Chapo, right? Yeah, it, d- it definitely did not. I can tell you in, you know, uh, all of the acting classes sure. I have and had. so they don't cover not, anything no, like that? No, not once was like, hey, okay. how do you take this meeting with El Chapo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like, how do you move from acting to like, um, you know, politics and like important, um, I, you yeah. know. And, 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 for, and for the audience, in this documentary, the, the basis of it is, is this girl is a Telenova star. Uh, she becomes infatuated with El Chapo. El Chapo has seen all of her shit and uh, likes her. She's trying to get the, the life rights for him to make a movie out of his life. Sean Penn hears about it, uh, tags along with her down there. Once they get there, he fucking crawfishes her and starts doing a story for Rolling Stone. So he'd obviously made a, a backwoods deal with Rolling Stone and said, mm-hmm. hey, I got this fucking girl who's going to take me down to El Chapo. Let's do a piece on it. And, uh, and that's what it turned into. Um, so and even then, she even says in it like the moment when he starts asking questions again, not trained journalism, yeah. not not trained in like how to approach like no, an opener, no. a softball question, like 
she talks about the first question that he just like out of nowhere they're just like trying to get comfortable with him that he just starts asking and she's just like fuck you yeah and then he goes back to america and then starts submitting questions and asks for a photo and things like that like we're rolling stone wants to know that i really met you and proof and all this other shit and like all of it you find out later that you know the phones were tapped and uh you know the documentary goes from there but anyways it's a good one it's a great one you should watch it really great it's a three-parter for sure uh, just an hour a piece you know 50 50 minutes pop but it gets deep and you do it's one of those ones where you go back and forth of like is she is he is she like um and uh i think it ended up being like really credible it looked a little like hokey kind of like the cover and the thing yeah and i then, don't know the way that they presented it but you guys it look it's really it's really fucking really good. legit really good you, yeah. you believe and 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 you know you believe in everyone yeah 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 uh, the only que- the only question is that girl's ul- ulterior motives, obviously, because right. But that's kind of the fun of it. I know a little it's bit a is that you're like the, the whole thing's great. Is she because she is so likable? It's like yeah. insane. Yeah. So, um, but and, and the other one, by the way, to to bring it back to method acting mm. that we watched uh, was Man on the Moon. The Man on the Moon doc. What what was Jim it? And uh, Jim and Andy. So it was Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon, and boy. If if I, I look, we've 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 talked we've talked about Jim Carrey kind of spiraling out of yes control. Um, this will answer all of those questions. Here's the answer: a, a lot of people re- had written in and be like, "Hey, man, did you see his interviews? He's been doing a public and all this shit's all fucked up." And um, when you see this documentary, because he's being interviewed in present time about a movie he did 20 years ago, and uh, he's checked out. He's he's gone. Was it twenty years ago? It was. Holy shit! So I, I believe they shot it in uh, ninety eight, and I believe it came out in ninety nine and two thousand. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. I know, I know. So, uh, it was wild for two reasons. One, he was method the entire uh, production of Man on the Moon. If you've ever asked yourself. Or thought to yourself, what is method acting? Um, why or do people like me feel so strongly against it? This movie will answer every question you ever wanted to know about that style of acting. Wasn't that a little bit farther than method? It was, it was fucking ridiculous. I, I think there's, And as a producer, yeah. I would have... Lo- a director, as a me. producer, even an actor, I, I would have lost my shit. To put up with that every day... I just would have been, man, this is this is too much, man. And I as we were watching this thing, I'm like, why did like Danny DeVito and Paul Giamatti put up with this stupid shit? And the only reason I can think of was, you know, at the time, Jim Carrey was the biggest star on the planet. Mm-hmm. And Which is both like that makes it even more bullshit to yeah. me. But yeah, go ahead. Because that means he has the power mm-hmm. and he's just inflicting it on other people because they don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and it's his own, it's his process. He doesn't care that he's messing up their fucking day. Or their and lives. Their fucking, for Because that's a long shoot. Their lives, you do a their movie performance. Like that, yeah, it's like a three-month shoot. So they got to deal with that shit for three so months. So your method acting is now messing with my... With my performance, because you're pissing me off in the makeup trailer, 
before I even go. Start you know what I mean? Because yeah. we're not all method. Yeah. And that's why I say like, I think a lot of people that are method kind of try and do it in the trailer and just kind keep of to keep to themselves yeah. and yeah. just like, don't, don't call me my name or whatever. But like, this is a level of like, you will hate him. I did. Yeah. I, and I, probably do now. Like, I, I think I do hate him now. Yeah, the the strangest thing about it is for me personally, he was he was one of my favorites growing up. Um, I did a lot of impressions in stand up when I started. Uh, I, I was a huge fan of In Living Color. Mm-hmm, me too. He was incredible on In Living Color. Look, I loved Ace Ventura, um, all of them. I all I, like. I'm one of the few people who liked all of them. Like I. I I thought the one where he was climbing out of the elephant's ass, the second one was fucking awesome. Too. Like, I laughed my ass off. Um, I like The Mask. I loved Cable Guy. Cable Guy is my favorite movie oh, of his. Yeah. Eternal yeah. Sunshine and Spotless Mine is great. Um, That's like my favorite. I like The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, was a, I was a really huge Jim Carrey fan because I, I felt that it was a guy who could do similar things that I could do and stand up and things like that. And I was just like, it was awesome to see somebody like that succeed because it I you hadn't seen it in a while I would say before him probably Jerry Lewis uh as far as that style of physicality and things like that yeah um Robin Williams is fast and he could do impressions and things but it was more of a a whirlwind it's just two different styles to me um and and I love them both equally Mm -hmm. I still think Robin Williams is number one on on this planet but uh after seeing this, like you're right, I hated Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and he is fucking checked out now. That that is that book is no longer at the library. He is checked out mm-hmm. uh, online. You'll find little nuggets of of truth to what he's saying, but I have to say, it's coming from someone that is so rich, so powerful, still has everything financially in place yeah and it's really easy like we've said before it's really easy to be like man what does it all mean like what do i i don't need this give it all away give it all away like i don't need this he's sitting there interview his jacket probably cost two i'm gonna say two grand um and it just it is it's so easy and people we used to call them in ohio rich hippies yeah. And they were just like, they drive their the BMW that their mom gave them. Ew, oh, fine. And you put like sage all through it and it's like fucking dirty and gross. But it's like, you could tell it was a nice car. Yeah. And yeah. you just sit at the health food store all day and talk about what kind of spiritual, spiritual journey everyone should be on. And like people aren't prioritizing enough. Right, and it's right, like, we right. have to fucking work. Like your little thing that you're able to do is specific to you, right? Like don't talk to everyone like this is what we should all be doing now. 100%. And when he said, because he, he does say in this, he's like, you know, I just let it all go and I'm trying to find the real gym now. Cool, because you can. Watch, watch that short film I was telling you about where he's painting. It's on Vimeo and just, just, you know, Google it or Vimeo search it and just type in Jim Carrey painting and what he's doing now. He's claimed that, you know, I'm just, I'm doing art now and I'm just painting and I'm letting it all go. Um, he's painting inside of his own loft. 
This loft, I know I know how much property is in New York City. This is in New York? Oh, it's in New York. Oh, it, fuck it, you, yeah. dude. Fuck you. Massive. This place is massive. This this place that he owns is probably 10 to $12 million. Um, yeah, right, great. Paint in your loft all goddamn day in New York City. Let alone what those supplies cost, all the paints, the canvases, all this shit. So when you see this little short film of him painting now, this is what he's allegedly saying he's doing, which is not true either. And I'll get to that in a second. You'll see how high priced of a fucking hobby this is where you're like, oh, you're not, it's not like you're painting out in the fucking streets of, you know, some underpass. Uh, you're in your $12 million loft in New York City painting. Like, I, I don't want to hear this shit. Right. The other thing about it, which I said, you know, I'll get to this now, which I will. He signed up to do a show on Showtime. I got picked up for the full season. He's going back to television and he's doing this show on Showtime. If you wanted to leave all of it behind, find the new gym, the new fucking thing. No reason to do a TV show, a half hour show on Showtime. Like, what? He said, I have no ambition. I just, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that anymore, you know? And it just, it feels really good. And you're like, yeah. Felt really good for probably three months. And, you know. And now. And now he wants to be famous again Mm -hmm. and be Jim Carrey again. So he's going back. To do you think he finished television. his spiritual journey? Like, did he make it to the end of it, oh, God, or how does that work? You know, it's funny, man, with these people and these fucking spiritual journeys. Uh, you know, my fave was on one of them, uh, Lena Dunham. She went on one after Trump got elected. And whenever people do these fucking things, you're just you wonder at what point, what was the dollar amount in your bank account? Or what was the the 80th person that came up to you and asked you to take a picture that day? What was your breaking point in that where you're like, man, I need to fucking find myself and get out of here? What was it? Right. What was it? Um, because I, I, I just don't get it. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest, and like not in a dick way or like a like an arrogant way. Like I feel like I work on projects and create more shit than 99% of these people. Um. And I don't, at no point am I like, I, I've got to go on a walkabout. Like, no, I, there's been points where I've told you like, hey, I'd like to, to bring a fucking 12 pack in a tent and, and finish reading, you know, or reread the Rick, Rick Flair biography or something. But at no point am I like, I, I need to check out a life and just leave everything. But that's in. a reward for yes. the work that exactly. you've done. Uh-huh. And then it's a reboot to start doing it again. Um, and if you get to the point where you don't want to go back to the work, that's called retirement. Yeah. So yeah. it's not, you know. I do like, and I tell people this all the time. I make these these movies for people to watch, everyone to watch. I, I hope everybody watches them. That's my hope. I'm not doing these fucking things so that four of my buddies who I went to school with will watch. I'm hoping all of these, everybody watches them. Um, I hope everybody listens to this show. I I I hope we go from fucking 700,000 listeners to, to 5, 10 million one day. That, that would be incredible. Um, I hope people come up and say, hey man, I love your show. I like your shit. It, it, that is my hope with all of this. There is no like art factor where it's like I'm doing it for myself. If I'm going to do something artistic for myself, nobody's going to see it and or hear it because I'm doing it for myself. That's what my true fucking art is, is doing that for myself or for you. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's things that I do around the house that I think are very amazing 
um, with with Dixie cups, and I build little robots out of them. You know, the only person that sees that is you. I make those robots for you. Right. I would never put that out into the world and be like, this is who I am now. I make Dixie cup robots and I hope you buy them for $2,000. I thought those were trash. I just keep throwing them away. Yeah, they're not. That's my art. I'm so sorry. It's created for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, and I'm not appreciated. Thank you. And you know why I'm not appreciated? Because that's what fucking art is. No one, no one will like it and they will just fucking throw it away. Otherwise, you make shit for the public because that's what this is. Same with acting. Anybody who tells you I'm I don't I don't I don't like the fame. Uh, you know I like doing movies, but I don't like the fame. Don't you don't have to do fucking movies. You can do a, a, a Mister Murdery the Mister Mystery Murder Theater somewhere in Topeka, Kansas. Um, you know, chicken parm for for table nine. But also, there's a man behind you. Like that. That's an actor. Or he's rich enough, like he can go. Go. I don't want to do this anymore. It's driving me crazy. I'm going to go. Yeah. But you can't fucking go. Yeah. I just. Because you're a fucking actor. Uh, and you're going through oh! an existential fucking crisis. And like, I don't need to. No. What? I just can't hear it anymore. You know? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. yeah. 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 It's so crazy to me. Yeah. Because no, it's, 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 it's just shitting on everybody else, too, where you're just like, I why why mm-hmm. are you doing this mm-hmm. and it, it's an unawareness which i hate like the there's nothing i hate more than someone that's just unaware of how they're coming off yeah or how Ugh. how the world is so like just you know statements like that where it's just like man none of this fucking means shit and there's an actor somewhere that's like wanting to do it working hard doing what he was doing and imagine him like hearing that from one of his like heroes it's just like fuck you man fuck you no it's Ah, actually not i know but yeah whatever whatever or maybe it is but if it is then see ya see ya if you feel that way then bye yeah bye then bye see you later bye 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 yeah um uh, so if you're hoping for jim carrey to come back don't Uh, you know he'll do this show i'm sure he'll be great on it it's supposed to be super dark that the showtime show um, the, that's the, like what he does now yeah the concept is great and the premise is great but uh he'll be going for a golden globe and that'll be that'll be about that with that but uh yeah um you know it is what it is uh do you have a fucking crime corner tonight you have a crime corner. i do uh, let's hear it let's hear it james what do you got crime corner crime corner <laughs> Crime corner. Crime corner. <laughs> okay, so this one has um all of my favorite things in it. It's not like a horrible crime. Sure. Crime nonetheless. Yeah. You can't get into crime corner without being a crime. Crime corner. Okay, so a man claiming to be Santa Claus was arrested in January. Okay. When police discovered him giving away um, weed at a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant. Ooh. So he came in right. dressed as Santa Claus. Sure. Randy Lang, 57. Yeah. Okay. And he was just giving to all the tables bags of weed. For free? Mm-hmm. Like Santa. He was Santa. Where was this at? It was in Seaside. So he obviously like uh, has some yeah, yeah, yeah. money, but 
Gosh. And so and like giving it to all the people that work there, all the patrons. You bet. Uh huh. And then like stuffed a big just like huge bag in the bartender's jar. How much how much left. weed was I mean, this seems like a lot of weed. It's a lot of weed. And then they even found when the cops caught him. Here's the other. Here's the real crime about it. Sure. Me, is someone in the restaurant called the police. And told them that some guy, like, you look a fucking gift horse. Yeah, right in the mouth. Right in the mouth, and you fucking, you spit in it. Yeah. I don't know what you do when you don't, You lift, like, You look a gift horse right in the oh, dome. Oh, just looking at it is bad, right? Yeah. You can't, uh, Okay, so you've just looked the gift horse in the mouth. No, you can't get any worse than that. So they found, um, like, I forget, <laughs> whatever. They found a bunch of weed separated. Like he was going to go. The plan was to go to all the like Buffalo Wild Wings in the area because that was who his call, Who called this in? I love Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like we go there, right? Yeah. yeah big After fan. like hard weeks. Yeah. Hard months. Yep. Yep. That's like our stupid celebration go-to. place it's a because it's you a just go-to. like. Go I love for it. I love wings. We're 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 a wing we family. We love wings. We're wings. And I love a crispy. I love Same. a crispy, as y'all know, a crispy buffalo wild wings. Yeah, eighteen minutes. Wing, eighteen minutes, you yeah. guys. Eighteen minutes in that deep fryer. So here I am. I'm I'm waiting. You know, I'm I just the eighteen minute wings just get put down in front of me, and then boom, in comes Santa Claus. Boom, right? Here comes Santa Claus. Here you go. Comes oh, Santa this Claus. is cute. Blam. He just puts a bag of weed on your table it's even better it says merry fucking christmas i'm santa claus that's even better and somebody somebody called the cops and someone called the cops a patron inside and told them that someone was passing out so we find that guy yeah that's what i'm saying i think that's the real crime here in the corner yeah is that I, i think so that they're not disclosing uh disclosing his name i'm with you on that one um, they're disclosing Randy Lang because Randy he's Lang. a hero. Yeah. He's a hero. And it's a little bit of a holiday crime. Now, listen, there's a lot of holiday crimes out there. And they're real brutal, you guys, especially around Thanksgiving. Sure. Kay? Why is that, you think? Oh, just a families lot of alcohol. Families hate each other. A yeah. lot of families. A lot of yeah. working. A lot of, um, you know, ba- misbalanced uh you know, somebody's cooking too much. Someone's not doing anything. Someone's drinking too much. Or not the right thing is on the TV. A lot of passion. A lot of passion. Sure. A lot of passion. Yeah. Well, here's so I didn't want to go like there. I didn't want to go to. I mean, Thanksgiving crimes are dark. You guys, they're dark. If they're not fun. No. No. Okay, they somebody never gets are. stabbed over like a turkey not being done. Just real crazy stuff. So. So I went a little lighthearted, more Christmassy vibe. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it is. It's it's Thanksgiving, you guys. Randy Lang on Crime Corner. Hero. He is a hero. Yeah, we, criminal we saw, or hero. City and state on Randy Lang? We're going Seaside, California. It's in the Monterey Peninsula. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. God, California, right? Weed is legal now there, too. Well, it was last year, but... Uh, uh, so, so last yeah, so, so yeah. last year it was a crime. This year it would be come uh, on uh, another come Tuesday. On Randy, yeah. Why don't you come on down to Wilmington? 
Yeah. Our Buffalo Wild Wings would ching, love ching, to have ching, you. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah. Ching, 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 Fuck, do they do they know it's Christmas there in Seaside? They knew at that Buffalo Wild Rings Jeez. that night. How do you fucking I just, sell yeah. out Randy Lang? I know. Well, I just kind of picture that happening, and I just thought, oh, how amazing would that be? That hurts. That hurts is what it does. The best for everyone there. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Anyways, he really is. Uh, speaking of the best, I we have one of the greatest bets. I would say in uh, show history. Okay. If if not the show history, uh, we got a guy. We got a guy uh, named Stephen Edward here. Uh, good sports. Okay. Real good sport. He bet me on the Ohio State Michigan State game uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he is a diehard Michigan fan at heart. Which uh, Ohio State and Michigan, we hate each other. I hate everybody who went to Michigan. Vice versa. Mm. Blah blah blah. So I was a little surprised that something popped up in my inbox. For a Michigan State bet, which is not University of Michigan, uh, needless to say, I took the bet. Michigan State was ranked ahead of us, and uh, the bet was, you know, I'll bet you on this this Ohio State game. What do you want to What do you want to bet? Mm. And I was like, I, you know, I I've just grown out the mustache. I found a signed Tom Selleck eight by ten headshot <sighs> with his shirt open. Like early 80s style. Sure. And uh, that was autographed by him. And I said, I'll bet you this. By the end of the first quarter, it was 35 to 0 Ohio State. He had already purchased it off of eBay and and sent it to me. And he goes, good game. Didn't even bother watching the rest of the game. And he goes, but I'll be back to bet you on the Michigan game in two weeks. Uh, As you know, this upcoming weekend is is rivalry weekend in Mm -hmm. college football. Uh. It is Ohio State, Michigan. It is Alabama, Auburn. Um, this is this is the big one. <laughs> this is the big one this weekend for all the teams and all, and and all the biggest rivalries. So he says, "Hey man, what what are we betting on this? You know, what what are we what are we gonna do on this?" And I was like, Phew. "Let me think," because we're playing at Michigan this year, not at Ohio State. We're playing at Michigan. So I went on eBay and I found a picture of Urban Meyer in this framed, like matted, cool frame. And it was signed by Urban Meyer. And then it says three-time national champion on it. Um, Urban Meyer. And it's got like some highlights and in him holding the national championship title. It's fucking dope, right? Mm. It's fucking great. And so it was, you know, like a hundred bucks. Same, same, same as the last bet, essentially. It's about a hundred bucks. And he goes, what do I get? Mm -hmm. There was maybe about two years ago, they caught the Michigan head coach, Jim Harbaugh. Um, He's a weird, eccentric guy who is very fucking basic. When I say very basic, I don't mean this in the fucking, uh, you know, uh, hipster way that everybody uses the term basic now today. I'm going old school with basic saying he has basic needs in this life, although he makes $6 million a year. They found him in a Kmart, a fan did, mm. buying or his- Walmart? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a, yeah. Like a Kmart or Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the register, buying packs of underpants, white Fruit of the Loom underpants, but like gripping like three bags, you know? So it was right, like he was three, doing his monthly- <laughs> Three bags sure. of underpants from Fruit of the Loom and then like five or six pairs of khakis from mm-hmm. this Walmart. 
like bundled up, just like, oh, mm-hmm, somebody mm-hmm. caught me. This is, it's, it, that's his whole attire. That's all he wears is these white Fruit of the Loom underpants and khakis. Mm-hmm. And he took a lot of shit from this photo, like a lot of it. So much so that Lululemon, you know, the, yes. the popular yes. brand. Uh, but it's, see-through on, uh, see-through pants. And it's expensive and they make shit for dudes. They made him some khakis. And so they've got some khakis for him and things now. Yeah. And they're like they stretchable and uh, whatever. Ah, I think for him they did. Okay. And so um, anyways, uh, I, I don't know where this person got them. They are verified. But I found a signed pair of Walmart khakis by Jim Harbaugh, the coach. Oh, boy. Yeah. On eBay. Like I'd really had to dig for this. Um, and I found it, and it was about the same price as the fucking matted signed Urban Meyer yeah. championship poster. And I was like, I will bet you these signed Walmart khakis of your coach versus his signed championship you know, matted poster of mine. So he goes, you have a deal on one condition. And I was like, all right, what's, what's the condition? He goes, look, I, I love the show. I listen every single episode. I'm just... Uh, I'm a huge fan of, of you and Jesse and what you guys are doing. And, and it's my favorite podcast that I listen to. It would be my end all be all dream to be on the show. Oh. And so I go, okay. Uh, and he goes, look, I, if, if, if I win, I will fly myself down to Wilmington. Oh my God. Uh, and I just want to come, <laughs> come on down, meet you guys, do the show and then okay. interview do an interview about the the game and the bet and the whole thing okay. live on the show and and I look I said absolutely I'm t- I am 100% down wow I'm so in so that is now part of the bet whoa yeah so not are we go are we going for signed khakis from the head coach but there could be a surprise guest on the show of Someone who is that's gonna make me sad if he loses <laughs> though not gonna make me sad I don't look I. I, I am a I like I like this guy Stephen Edward he's 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 been really cool and uh, we've gone but back and forth. But that's what I'm saying. Like we've gone back and forth online, and and, and he's a good sport about shit, and it's fun. Uh, however, there is nothing I would trade in this world for an Ohio State loss oh to Michigan. God. Tell me about it. For an Ohio State, like I just can't. I can't do that. Like, sure. Uh, I can't. Okay. So if if Stephen is ends up being on the show in a few weeks, you will know that something went horrifically wrong in the Ohio State game for me. Oh, God. Like, you're going to be, like, mad and mean to him? No, no, no. I'm not at all because our team is a lot better than theirs. So, therefore, we should, on paper, we should win this game. Mm So, if we lose, then, again, something went really fucking off the rails with our team. Right. And we didn't deserve it anyways. And, and, hey, a bet's a bet. And I'm always down. Okay. I'm always down and it'll be be fun. Uh, We'll go get some beers at at Wilmington Brewing Company. And, um... And have a few laughs. However, I think those laughs and those beers are going to have to wait a little bit. Maybe for another bet on something else at another time. Because you're not winning okay, this Saturday. Okay, you're, not, you're not fucking okay, winning this Saturday. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, but it, it, it was really funny and really fun. And I was just like, all right, cool. Uh, it, it was a good bet. It was a good bet. I like that. Yeah. And I think the Tom Selleck, I, I believe it's getting here today. Oh, nice. The signed Tom Selleck. Um, just in Eight time for the, for the holidays. For the holidays. For the holidays. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And we're going. We're we're. By the way, we're going uh, to Florida for Thanksgiving. We've got a long drive ahead of us. Um, a lot of you who listen to the show will find out uh, immediately afterwards that uh, for our Thanksgiving episodes episode, uh, I'm dropping again the uh, the audio book for at night. She cries while he rides a steed, and we will see how much I get sued for doing that. Um, so when it comes Boy. out, because I'm gonna. I'm going to drop this show and then the next two of those um, at the same time. Just download it as fast as you can because I don't know what's going to you happen. You just like with that. being in trouble or? No, I like, again, this goes back to what I said earlier. I, I make shit across the board books, movies, podcasts, everything for a mass audience and for people to enjoy and hear and listen and watch and all of that shit. Like, I, I, I would. If I was making something for myself, I would I would keep it between you and me, like the like the Dixie Cup robots. Like you, mm. you chuck those, and uh, that was for you. That was my art. That was I my gift. I mean, I won't anymore. I just well, when I look at them, it looks like trash. Yeah, and uh, and so I throw it in the trash. So that's that's where we are with that, Jabe's. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I know everybody loves this book already. I know everybody loves the the audio book. It's it's one of the highest ranked on on Audible and, and Amazon and all that shit. Um, and again, people have long drives and flights and all that stuff. So I, fuck it. Let's just do it. Um, I'll, we'll, okay. deal, we'll deal with this later in the next life or in Jim Carrey's next life, wherever that is. Yeah, when like you don't need to <laughs> worry about things. Worry about anything <laughs> because... The sequel's coming out next year. I, everybody's going to... They'll be fine, I'm sure. Because I turn it in at Christmas and they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll be amped to get the sequel or not amped probably but uh either way they they will either really want it or they're going to cut ties with me altogether and tell me to go drown sure and which i'll say to them great then i gave this book away because i've the mm-hmm. audio book like, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you can go fuck yourself but uh ah, we'll see we'll see what happens um last but not least uh one of the, the top stories was that uh christina aguilera Oh, Aguilara. Can you, since you've been going hardcore Spanish all night, can you give me that? Oh, Cristina Aguilara. Oh, that's beautiful. Aguilara. Oh, that's really beautiful. Sean Payne. Yeah. <laughs> Another super Hispanic name. Sean Payne. Sean Payne. <laughs> Big fan. That is, it's Sean Payne, huh? Sean Payne. <laughs> Wow, yeah, I don't, I don't often hear you laugh like that, but when I know it's genuine. Sean Bean. Bean. <laughs> no, doing that today made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, we watched, we were watching the AMAs, and uh, Christina Aguilera did a fucking tribute for for Whitney Houston. Houston. Houston, and mm-hmm. people were fucking destroying her online and on Twitter. I didn't think it was that bad. Her looks it- look weird. She got it. What she get it? Her lips done. What is that Kim Kardashian shit that they're doing where they can suck out the lips and make them look really? What do you mean? She just had her lips done. Like no, sh- but remember Kylie Jenner had that oh, fucking oh. thing. But then that... she also had her lips done. Yeah. Either way. Um. It looks so it's like, like shit. this little. Yeah. Well, when you first get your lips done, like that's how it looks. And uh, uh yeah, you know. Okay, so looks looks aside, she who was... is advising you to do that days before? Like, usually the doctor will sit there and be like, "Hey, man, 
do you have anything in the next couple of days? Like whatever you're going to do, because you probably shouldn't do this. Do I, they say that? Yes. Because I've Christina had Christina Aguilera. Like, well, look, you, you take me like I, I went into I had to get some dental work done. I had to get a this this front tooth is fake. Right. And it was a crown and they uh, uh, switched it to a veneer. Like that was, a you know, mm-hmm. when the new veneers came out and all that shit. And they were like, look, on camera, it's going to be a little off color or whatever you're going to do. And they were like, you should probably get that fucking replace but when are you when are you going to shoot this next movie and i was like i like a month you know they were like all right great we can do this in two weeks but like just make sure it's not any closer than that if because if it is it's gonna fuck up your whole shit and like don't do it and i was like oh my god so i was panicked about it because they were like uh Mm -hmm. they gave me a nice heads up you would think somebody would sit there to Christina and be like, hey, I know you're thinking about doing this. Do you have anything in the next couple of days? Because you're not going to be able to do this, whatever that is. Well, she was able to do it. She just, you know, it looked weird. Well, she, but Her face looks ridiculous. But to her, it probably didn't. Oh, boy. Do you know what I mean? But you read the comments on Twitter. You know you're going to get. Now she knows. But, yeah. Um, again, looks aside, I think I will always love you. Was a bit. She was off. She was off, she was and I think she was too confident. She was in late. That. She was probably yeah. late for rehearsals. Is probably yeah. what it was. But the other songs were amazing. Uh, I thought she you did. Know, her voices, yeah. So singing wise, I thought she did whatever. a great job. She, I, I don't fuck. She sounded. I mean, pretty she's close back, to goddamn Whitney Houston. Like she's back on the hot dogs. Yeah, she's she's bigger. She's back on the hot dogs. She's bigger, but um, uh, maybe she's having another kid. We don't know. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, she's. I think she actually just did have another kid. Yeah, she could have. She could have, you know, doubled up at an Irish. Because remember on, well, on the Voice, she got super skinny. And I was yes. Like, Holy shit! How mm. did you fucking do that? Aguilera. Like, how did you do that? Classic Agu- you were so Aguilera. Big. Yeah. She was so big, and she got know. so little. And then as soon as she got little, I think she got pregnant. Janet Jackson's the master of that, by the way. It's, the master. I don't understand. Janet Jackson will bulk up to like 280 and then just get down to 125 and you're like, man, I how? know. It's what? crazy. I don't know. I don't know. How? I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like Janet Jackson's body. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, but anyways, for, for the people who were talking shit on Twitter about her performance, I think it was more of her face, not her performance. She was pretty goddamn good. Uh, she was late on the first song. I love that you're like still a hater, but just of like a different thing. Well, I, because <laughs> you're like voice you read, good. You read all these comments and, and you're like, oh, she's trash. She's garbage. And she's like, no, she's actually a great singer. It's just fucking, you know, she had some work done a little too soon to the the day and, and she uh, got her cost ex- her. She got her extensions out and did a slick back. Um, which is weird. Which is weird. Uh, whatever yeah. we're not getting into that we're not, we're not gonna get into ill-fitting that. dress like i don't know no, she no. was just not prepared either way the, 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 the her her voice sounded great she's sounding better than ever she should put out a fucking she sounded better than ezra for sure yeah look she's one of those people though who can drop a hit album and and, and all will be forgotten she can slim down drop a hit album and and fuck off you know so it's good. Uh, we're at that point in the show, kids, where we're getting to the revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, this one is a sad one for me in particular. Uh, this one's going out to, to Terry Glenn, actually, who was a wide receiver for 10, 12 years in the NFL. Uh, his biggest claim to fame in the NFL was that he caught Tom Brady's first touchdown pass. Uh, he 
also, though, was went to the Ohio State University and broke almost every single receiving record we had. Uh, my freshman year, uh, he was a senior, and I got to, or a senior and junior, I forget. Uh, it was his last year at Ohio State, and I got, I got to see him play. That, that guy truly was, was the most gifted athlete I've seen up close and in person, and uh, he was incredible for Ohio State. And, and when I saw him pass away, especially on Michigan week, because it's, you know, as much shit as I talk about Michigan, like, and Michigan fans and all that stuff, it's a fun week. It's a celebration week. It's a rivalry week. And um, uh, to see him pass away on this week in a, in a car accident this morning was a little surprising. Um, it, was, it was a quiet dude and, and kind of kept to himself, but, but everybody loved him. And uh, at school and and all that other stuff. How old was he? Forty three. Oh no! He was only forty three years old. Uh, his fiance was in the car. She survived. Uh, she's in ICU right now, and uh, it's just super shocking. Like he was a guy that you know, uh, you never really heard much about. He wasn't again. He wasn't a loud guy. He was just a great player. Went out and played his heart out, and and that was it. And. Uh, he was I, I I would say he's he's arguably like one of the greatest receivers in Ohio State history, making him revolutionary to me. Because in the eighties we had Chris uh, Chris Carter, who you know has probably gone down as top five of all time wide receivers, and uh, for Terry Glenn to come in and and make him forgettable for 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 three or four years was was incredible. And uh, yeah, man, uh, to his family, we're we're sorry. Shit. He was awesome. He was he was really really fucking great and fun to watch. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was really surprising to see that um, that story this morning. So uh, R.I.P. Terry Glenn, you were fucking rad. Um, this was a really fun show. It flew by tonight. It did. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Enjoy your families. Uh, enjoy your friends. Uh, enjoy a nice surprise while he rides a steed for for your audio pleasure. We love you so much. We are thankful for you. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Gay. Yeah, for for Jesse Wiseman, <laughs> aka the Jables Crime Corner. <laughs> I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.